Welcome to Help Desk with Joe. This is show number 60. So making progress here with the Help Desk show. And with me as always, Joe and Justin. And we're here with Joe from AM Digital Technologies, helping out our local Spencer community here at the Patch Turned Up offices and studio. And good old Spencer, West Virginia, where, you know, people still have technology needs, Joe. And we're here to try to make things go a little easier for them. Yeah, we had a, a week or so off and we're back. And as always, as you said, you're here to help make life a little easier. Everybody has uh, technological issues with their phones and their gadgets and their tablets and their computers. And by golly, that's where you come in. And just in case anybody's wondering, just because we've been gone for a week does not mean the quality of the show has improved. So no worries. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> we didn't go take a crash course on... How to be better. It's, that's right. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we are mediocre for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so living our best lives here, just trying to plug along. <laughs> so, all right. Well, for this uh, week, Joe and Justin, you guys have come up with some good technology updates. We're going to start out with Instagram. So, yes. you know, everybody's one of everybody's favorites. Uh, fill us in on what's new in the inst- Instagram world. Okay. So, uh, recently... Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg had announced plans for Instagram for kids. And that created all kinds of uh, noise online and backlash and all that. And it has created such backlash to the point that most state attorney generals in the United States have came together and have asked Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg to stop the plan for starting Instagram for kids. Yeah. I mean, I can see two sides of this. Yes. One, kids are going to lie about their age and get on anyway. Right. So if they have their own platform and it can be made safe, safer than what an adult's Instagram would be, then that's a good thing. But then again, now you are given the bad side is you're giving the green light to kids to get on Instagram. Right. In an honest way. Right. So that's that's a big liability, I feel. Yes, so the attorney generals uh, have came together and and I've requested Mark Zuckerberg to uh, stop the process on his Instagram for kids, saying it would be harmful for numerous reasons. In a letter from the National Association of Attorney Generals dated Monday, the group urged Zuckerberg to abandon these plans. Use of social media can be de- detrimental to the health and well-being of children who are not equipped to navigate the challenges of having a social media account. Uh, two months ago, Zuckerberg confirmed plans for Instagram for Kids are in the very early stages during a congressional hearing on misinformation. What a place to announce. <laughs> well, I mean, the hard part is I've seen some of these uh, shows, and it's a fiasco. I mean, you know, anything, Congress is made up of older men that don't know anything about technology. Yes. And apparently they can't figure out to ask somebody that's younger and more affluent to help them right. figure out technology. Right. So it just turns into a whole circus. You right. Know? And I feel like the couple of times I've watched it where, there, you know, there's a, uh, a committee hearing or whatever and Zuckerberg's there, or any of them are there. Yeah. These technological people uh, that run these companies just kind of make fun of you know, the committee members, because they're clueless. They yeah. don't know the proper terminology. They don't know what they're asking. Yeah. You know, somebody on their staff says, well, this is what you should ask. So they ask it, but then they have no idea how to gauge the answer yeah, or how to go further. Yeah. So it's just an obvious, you know, there's a moron sitting there that somebody's, a, these our people have elected. Yeah. And they're in over their head right. and they're trying to appear smart, which is even worse. Yeah. So now, you know, they get made fun of on live TV. So these, these state attorney generals are referencing a design flaw that was in Facebook Messenger's Kids app back in 2019 that resulted in kids bypassing these restrictions and connecting with adults. Facebook has said the error affected ch- group chats and was de- was detected and resolved. So from my standpoint, I I am fully behind these attorney generals mm-hmm. stepping in and saying, hey, you know, don't. Don't be doing this. Don't. The, there's absolutely no valuable reason why kids need Instagram. And, and Davey bring up the great point of, yeah, kids can lie about their age, but that, at the end of the day, that is on the parents and the child. But giving Facebook the green light to say, okay, now we can offer this to kids, that creates such... 
That's basically opening it's up on Pandora's the parents box. either way, right? But it's opening up Pandora's box of just garbage because we've all seen the documentary uh, Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma, yeah. yeah. And and you know <clears throat> we've seen teenagers and adults yeah. deal with the negative side of social media. There's literally nothing that's going to prevent that on yeah. on bringing it to children under the age of thirteen. And the only thing I would say is at least there would be some regulation in play, because from what I've seen, you know, and we do kids programs, parents turn their kids loose with their phone anyway. Right. I mean, I, here's my point: if your kid has a phone, or a tablet, or a Kindle that hooks to the internet, they have access to porn. Yes. And I would guess, and this is just an ignorant guess on my part, but I'd say ninety percent of the parents don't regulate their kids' phones. So. Yeah. What are we protecting them from? Yeah, or they think they're regulating it, and like you said, Joe, kids have a way of just going around everything. Around right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen. I didn't realize it, and I, and the reason I'm so adamant about this is I had this issue pop up. You know, my my kids had a Kindle reader, mm-hmm. didn't realize, so it has to have access to the internet to download books. Right. Well, guess what happens when you search? You know, uh, words like if you don't know the how a definition of word, you can search it. Yeah. Guess what'll pop up if you type in, you know, an in, an innocent search or so you think. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, just didn't realize that there was access. Yeah. So yeah, we had you know porn pop up on a Kindle reader. Yeah. Just you know from searching a definition. And and we were like, what the heck? And they were like, okay, well it does hook to the internet. Right. It is on the internet, and it is looking up using a search engine to search. Right. You know. So, and that, that's back before, you know, my kids had phones. Right. So, so I guess my point is if parents can't do their due diligence, taking care of general stuff like phones, then what, what's, what are we preventing here? Right. Well, my thoughts are cyberbullying is such an issue nowadays anyway. Why, mm-hmm. why give them an extra step? They have Snapchat anyway. I know, but my thoughts are if the kids, if the kids are going to lie about it, that's one thing. But why, why make it easier for them? I kind of agree with you. Why make it easier for them to do bad things? If they're going to do bad things, that's just like any other situation we can discuss. If somebody's going has ill intentions in mind, they're going. There's nothing. They're going to do it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, my point nothing, is, nothing's going to stop them. But from my standpoint, why make it easier for them? Right. But is is it, it better to have a platform where it's regulated specifically for kids, or better not to have a platform and they go to the real Instagram and just lie? True. But on the flip side, of that question, and I'm not saying one's right. I'm right, just saying it's a right, dilemma. Right. But based on Facebook's track record of privacy and protecting users online it has been questionable at best in the past and uh, i mean there's articles upon articles on facebook not having the best they're I mean, always reactive instead of proactive so so from this that standpoint alone that's how the companies are though i mean you know if you sell chainsaws is it really your job to say well you probably shouldn't be operating a chainsaw before i sell it to you your business is selling chainsaws Right. It's the person buying it that's responsible for their behavior. Right. But if somebody does something stupid and cuts their leg off, they will try to sue you, even though they was... That's across the board. I yeah. mean, you know, right. sell a hot coffee, and guess what? Right. You get sued. Right. <laughs> Don't sell a hot coffee, and guess what? You get sued. Right. Or trash because your coffee's not hot. Right. So that's why I'm saying it's coming anyway. Right. I don't you know. know. Joe, I mean, what makes it a kid-friendly? I assume they're way more... On top of what the content is going to be, or what, from what's special about it, as opposed to regular Instagram. Like I said, they they haven't really given a lot of, given a lot of details on it, yeah. so I'm assuming it's more like kids their age, and then I guess it'll be linked with a parent uh, parent or guardian's account, so they can say monitor. Help, help monitor it and say, okay, yeah, you can communicate with these people and all that. But yeah. from my standpoint, yeah. is what's going to stop. <clears throat> A, an online predator saying, hey, I'm a 13-year-old kid, and I'll just... The same thing that stops them on Snapchat or any other social platform. True. Yeah, it's been a criticism I'm seeing here oh, on yeah. the Internet. It's basically you're putting all the kids in one place. I mean, so. this, I yeah. will, I'll roll this all the way back, and we do a lot, or did until COVID hit, did a lot of uh, Internet um, or cyber bullying type right. programs. Right. 
I'll roll this all the way back to the 2000s when we were just talking about chat room safety. Yeah. You know, and how yeah. people were having their username be Joe89. Well, that person's most likely graduated high school in 1989 or born in 1989. Yeah. And to pick up on those clues of people faking their identity. I mean, they made a whole show. Catfish is based off of this yeah, concept. Absolutely. And Catfish has been out for how long now? A long time. So, I mean, it, we're not doing anything to stop it on those areas. So what makes this area special? I think what makes it uh, different yeah. is basically you're putting all the kids in a barrel, quote unquote barrel, and... Huh? And now it's saying, hey, instead of me actually having to go on Snapchat and try to find these kids, yeah. I know where they're all at, so I can just jump right in the middle. They're all of the on Snapchat. Yeah, but... They're already in the barrel. True. Well, but you have you have adults inter, intermingled in, in Snapchat and businesses and all that, where this, if uh-huh. it's made just for kids, hey, fish in a barrel, boys. Snapchat's pretty much made for kids. Well, that's their target. They have, they have, there's, there's probably 30 different, so... I, I will say this. This is my question, Joe. As an IT guy, and you'll know way better than I would, how many apps out there target kids? Oh, thousands. I mean, there's WhatsApp, GroupMe. Uh, TikTok. TikToks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Snapchat. I'm just saying for, like, communication. Yeah. Snapchat's huge. WhatsApp. So here, yeah. here's my real problem. We're worried about this, but it's okay that kids have Snapchat with location. It shows exactly where they are at all times. Oh, well, I'm... I'm wholly against that, too. I'm with you. I'm just saying we're going to clamp down on Mark Zuckerberg because he's the Facebook icon. But Snapchat, we're okay with our kids having Snapchat location. It shows exactly where they are at all times. Yeah. Well, I think... That's crazy to me. Well, I think... So I think this is kind of like just picking somebody out and saying, all right, we just don't like you. Right. And therefore, you're you're going to be penalized. Okay, let me me pose this counterpoint. Yeah. If they nix this, could this give leverage to the government's telling like snapchat saying hey if you know these people are in a certain age make your privacy settings better do better uh i don't know how much influence is the government allowed to have in private business apparently some if they're doing this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that that's the gray area and i always find it interesting because you know i'm kind of i live in west virginia i'm kind of i don't want the government in my business right you know, we had this discussion before about business owners having the right to refuse service, having the right to do business as they see, having the right to kick people off their private property. Right. I mean, we're, what great, what precedents does this set when now they're telling companies they can't develop products? Right. And, and, and I wholeheartedly agree. This is, this is very touchy ground to be on. Oh, it is. Yeah. But. Fix the other problems before you go after new ones, I guess is my point. Good point. I mean, Snapchat, in my mind, is a huge danger for kids, and parents just aren't aware of it. Yeah. You know, like say that it freaked me out when the location thing came out. Oh, yeah. And I found out because one of my kids, I was like, man, I, you know, we're, we're waiting on one of our soccer players to show up, and I was like, I wonder how far away they are. And they're like, oh, hold on. Yeah. I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, let me check their snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're five minutes See, away. They're, they're like four th- streets away. And just to communicate with somebody, there's absolutely no reason for that. And can, oh, it's it crazy. You could turn that off, but then they could turn it right back on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's what I mean. But my my thing, is, I mean, you know, one of my kids is, uh, they so they use Snapchat in the place of texting. Yeah. So they just snap each other. Yeah. You know, and then you got middle school kids that do the streaks. And yeah, see, I'm too old. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I don't so either. if you so let's assume all three of us were Snapchat users. Okay. Every day that we look at each other's snaps, a little photo or whatever, mm-hmm. it starts a streak. So then you can build day. So every day we'd have to look at each other's snap thing and recognize it, and that's a streak. So some kids have streaks for like a thousand days. So every day they look at the same person's snap photo for the day or whatever. Yeah, then once you get that streak going, you don't want it to ever. You don't want it to it. stop. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind see, of a little challenge each day. Yeah, see, when you said streak, I was going completely down on a different path. I was thinking <laughs> oh. you know, Ray Stevens in the streak. I was. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> I mean, like, oh, so it gets crazy. So now <laughs> a lot of them are pictures. So they'll take like a picture of half their face or whatever every day. And, you know, and then they, they are starting to do that picture thing just to say hi to someone to say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Here's a picture of me. And they send it. So it now looks you, like the current policy for Instagram is you must be at least 13 years old. And they've got like some sort of form you can fill out if you believe yeah. someone is under 13. You can like report them. Yeah, you can report people. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole fiasco. But I, I'm just saying, again, 
fix fix Snapchat from being super sketchy for predators track down kids. Thirteen. I mean, that's not an adult. Seems like it's still a kid to be thirteen years old. Yeah, I mean, it's thirteen. I don't. Thirteen-year-olds don't have the cognitive awareness to be responsible for anything yet. Right, and and be but able to handle the whole. Thirteen's middle school, and that's when they parents hand them the smartphones, and they can go access anything they want. See, that's just what blows me away. As that's what I mean, we don't have any way, any restrictions on a kid's phone at all, so they can have access to whatever they want. Unless you have something like Bark or... Oh, yeah. Like now, if the parent steps in, and that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, yeah, and, and that's that's the thing. So we're bypassing the parent in this situation and just saying, we know better than what you know, and therefore the government's going to step in and clamp down. Well, and and it, some of it's brought on because some there are some parents out there that use the phone or a tablet as a virtual babysitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it's because that is, yeah. is given the, the government yeah. uh, the platform to say, here... We'll take care of you. And oh, yeah. being West Virginians, we're going, mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. And that that's why I'm kind of against this push is because it's some, you know, older person that's in Congress that somebody's brought this up. And they're like, oh, hey, Mark Zuckerberg's trying to do this. You're like, yeah, we hate him. So, therefore, he we clamped down on him. Yeah. And if you walked up and said, hey, do you know that a 10-year-old with a phone can, you know, an 8-year-old, a 5-year-old with a phone or a reader or whatever that has internet access can look up you know, inappropriate content. Yeah. They're like, oh, really? Okay, yeah, but we hate Mark Zuckerberg, so. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. You insert anybody there, and I'm just saying, Yeah. you know, I'm for capitalism. I'm for a private business owner getting to say whatever they want because it's their business. They right. did the work. They started it. You know, it's their deal. Right. But if you're going to pick and choose, especially, you know, some older person in Congress that doesn't know what they're talking about, then that's a bad deal. In my I, opinion. I just think Mark Zuckerberg has kind of been placed as a poster child because Facebook has always yeah. had such a bad reputation of being reactive instead of proactive on things. And, and when they <coughs> get caught, they go, oh, well, sorry, we'll fix that. And, and, yeah. and they fix it and move on. They have this thing called user agreement. And yeah. everybody that gets on Facebook agrees to it. And you and nobody reads it. Oh, I'm just saying yeah. you're using their product by choice. Yeah. Don't use it. Right. It's that easy. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just like getting in a car. You get in the car by choice. If you drink and drive, you drank by choice. You got in your car by choice. You suffer the consequences. Exactly. Uh, you know, I don't know. That's so just me a, being a staunch West Virginian. <laughs> 2017 survey found that 42% of people between ages 12 and 20 had experienced cyberbullying on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. So that was... and, and it's like I was talking to somebody the other day. They said, I just don't understand cyberbullying. I said, well, it's... He's, they said, because they grew up in the age like we all did. There, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, I, and I explained to him, it's like this, you know, why it is so worse now than it has been. Bullying has always been there. It's just when you went to school, you had to deal with it. But when you went home, home was like your safe space where you didn't have to deal with it. Now this nonsense follows you home, and you literally have no hold on, no escape. It only follows you home if you let it. True. The easy one is when you get home, turn your phone off, put it away. True. There you go. Problem solved. True. But parents don't make kids do that, and kids don't do that. Exactly. They could save themselves. Turn the phone off. Go play a board game. Go outside, climb a tree. <laughs> yep. And I know everybody's like, oh, that's just, you know. But no. I mean, that that's the literal fact of it. Yeah. You want your kid to be healthier? Make them turn their stuff off. And see, and Sadie's four, and I'm just dreading the day of she becomes of age to have a social media account and dealing with all that. I'm not looking forward to that at all. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. So. So it might sit better with you guys if it was more like, Hey, we're uh, gonna try to make all apps safe across the board. Let's do a big initiative, not just single yeah. out a single. Oh, I think yeah, it would make out. sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're gonna pass any regulation or put the clamps down on somebody, do it to everybody. Everything, yeah. Yeah, if if all the company, well, if all the companies was a little more upfront and proactive on it, mm-hmm. by all means, you know, we, we welcome with open arms. But when when society a, deems what's appropriate, though, that's my point. If more people would say Snapchat's not safe for a kid and get off of it, then Snapchat would start changing their policies. Exactly, but but people don't, don't care. Yeah. 
they they don't too much apathy you know too many people out there don't monitor their kids online activities so too much apathy so they just let it go on and then when finally a spotlight shined on it they go Oh well, we can't have that. Oh well, yeah, it's been like it's been like that. Oh, for well, and they say let's blame somebody else. Yeah, not me as a parent that didn't monitor my kid's phone. You yeah. know, it's obviously someone else's. Yeah, fault. yeah, it's the app creator's problem. Timeout. Yeah. Well, if, like a parent came to you, Joe. What advice would you give them for trying to? Ooh, I can answer. I can answer this uh, one. Their uh, their kids are choose me. About choose their, me. Their, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dave well, raised what? his hand. He'll go first. Yeah. One, uh, absolutely not. Two, if they if you deem it appropriate for your child, have some kind of uh, monitoring in place. And and speaking of which, this is a free plug for Bark. Mm-hmm. Uh, visit the which website. I heard of. Bark. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This is what Joe told me immediately when I asked. Yeah. Uh, Bark us and go in there and use the. Use our free referral code AM Digital Tech and get a free seven day trial on there. And Bark is amazing. Yeah. Right. You okay. can set time limits to one, either how much time in a day your kid can use their device, or two, after 10 o'clock mm-hmm. at night, you can't use the internet at all, period. Case closed. Yep. And it, and, it, and it goes on the device. So if they go, well, I'll just go to my buddy's house. It doesn't matter. It fall, it's on that device. And it's on their account. So they, it's a little tedious to set up, but I love Bark. Yeah, it's a little, a little tedious because you, you got to go through every app and have Bark get access to it and have the passwords and everything and, and you know, usernames. But once you do it, then it alerts you of everything. So if, it, if there's any content on there that's suspicious, like they, they say suicide or kill or drugs or party or sex or anything that's related to any of those keywords, it immediately messages me and says you know this is what popped up in the context now some of it's like i've gotten silly ones before like you know hey um we had a chicken dead <laughs> you know yeah and i was like oh yeah okay that's yeah, yeah. nothing yeah, wrong it was there. a false positive yeah. but it was, <laughs> yeah. now like i had one parent but it let you know yeah. uh, their kid tried to circumvent bark yep try to bypass it and it blew the <clears> phone up it yeah. was like it lets you know at 11 o'clock it was said to go offline well at 11.03, ding, 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 because they kept trying to circumvent it, and Bark was saying, hey, hey, your kid's trying to, trying to, yep. and so they said, well, what's this about? I said, well, I can tell you exactly what happened. At 11.03, you set your kids up to shut the internet off at 11. At 11.03, they was trying to bypass it. That's what that was. They go, really? I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they called the kid in the room, hey, was you trying to, cir- was you trying to bypass, and then, and then the kids start to excuse, well, it wasn't working, but yeah, yeah, He's like, no. Mm-hmm. So then I'm standing there, and they go, well, I was trying to use YouTube and, and I couldn't use YouTube and it, it just it broke everything. I said, well, let me see your phone. <laughs> Bark uh, gives you access to messages if anyone's tried to. Oh yeah, message. any text messages coming or going that has any of the keywords in it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so their kids staying in there and they go, well, it just broke YouTube. I said, let me see your phone. And they had you they had not linked their YouTube ID with the app. Yeah. So then Bark was going new, no, not not going to work. So I put the login information in. I said, try it now. And I go, well, it's working now. I was like, uh-huh. Try, try to play the excuse on somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, your mom and dad might buy that excuse, but you're going to have to come up with a little better excuse for that one. So me. children's Instagram, interesting stuff. But um, All right, so next up, another news update about TikTok. Yeah, so we have really talked positively about TikTok here lately. Yeah. And here comes another one. Okay. So TikTok is rolling out a guardian's guide to help parents understand the platform better. Nice. So TikTok has revamped its safety center and published the guardian's guide, a resource that breaks down how the app works and outlines best practices for keeping users safe. It's aimed at parents and caregivers and describes features like family pairing, which lets guardians manage teens' accounts, including setting restrictions on screen time, search, and direct messages. See, stuff like this. If all the other app providers out there were doing stuff like this, like TikTok being proactive, we would not have any discussion on the first news story. Yep. There would be nothing to discuss. Well, I mean, TikTok's proactive now. How long have they been around? Uh, maybe uh, probably well, I'm gonna say maybe about two years. Yeah. So I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, and what and, percentage uh, of cases are the kids 
ten times more uh, tech savvy than the parent. So, oh yeah. yeah, that's part of the problem. Well, and I'll say this too: it's ironic that TikTok's doing a good job and being proactive, but yet we tried to make them sell their company. At least the U.S. shares of the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're more proactive than our U.S. companies. So the yeah, so the the, the safety center, the TikTok safety center, has rolled out a lineup of fresh articles about privacy, security, and bullying. The Bullying Prevention Guide is a new resource that TikTok's U.S. Content Advisory Council developed in partnership with the Cyberbullying Research Center, Net Family News, and other organizations. Hmm. Now I assume you know all kids using these devices, like on the social dilemma, kind of paints a picture of them using all the information they have on you to kind of make tailor made some ads for you or whatever they're going to do. Right. And I assume it'd be the same for a, a 13-year-old. They're going to get yeah, ads targeted at them. That would yeah, based on their online activity, absolutely. Stuff that a kid would want to buy or get right. their parents to buy for them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All the same things that the adult version has is probably in all these kid versions too. Probably. Or at least scale back a little bit. But at, but at least with TikTok, I mean, yeah, that number of steps just in recent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, hats off, taken. hats off to TikTok. I mean, I know we had the discussion a while back that they brought up about uh, the government trying to ban TikTok in the U.S. and and that and Dave and I have had many lengthy discussions on that one. But you know, they have at least brought part of the operations into the U.S. So then this is, and as a result, this, this is the result of the U.S. operations that they actually have a content advisory council in place and they're working with these national, uh, organizations to help protect children online and help parent, give parents the tools to monitor their kids online. Yep. Is TikTok the biggest at this point? They are one of the biggest. I mean, they're up there with Instagram, probably. Yeah. And yeah, I want to say Instagram's still bigger because yeah. adults still haven't adapted to TikTok yet, but a lot have Instagram. Right. And Facebook, of course. <laughs> okay. Well, kudos to TikTok, now, our, our favorite Chinese company. Yeah, the <laughs> the Guardian. Like this would be something the parents would have to go online and kind of educate themselves. Yeah. Yes. Like a video series and all that. Yeah, you just download. I'm assuming you need to go to the TikTok website, or download the TikTok app, yeah. and uh, familiarize yourself and be educated on on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, a good thing. I mean, just walk people through the basics at least, so people aren't totally clueless as to what, what they the, can do to cut yeah. down on some of the risky stuff. Yeah, because I mean, I have TikTok on my phone when I first heard about it i thought it was just this app that all these kids were doing these goofy dances on oh yeah but when yeah, you, everything's on there now yeah but when you go in there i mean there's a lot of eye rolling and there's a lot of repetitive nonsense videos yeah but i mean there there is some all the videos are a minute long so i mean there are every once in a while you will find something and go like hey i didn't know that you could do that i mean you you find these little life hacks or whatever that are pretty cool you don't have to lie, Joe. We know you go in there and watch cat videos. <laughs> Three hours a night, every night. Believe it or not, I, I don't think I did find any. Cat <laughs> he searched for them and didn't find any. No, I didn't even search for them. I'm going to say, of all the videos I've watched, although <laughs> I, I will show you one off air that oh boy, that I'm, I'm not going to show on air because Kale will look it up. As soon as I watched it, I was like, yeah, that's Kale. Yeah. <laughs> and it involves golfing. So. Oh, all right, nice. Yeah. I guess I, I don't have TikTok at all, but I know uh, the I, kids all do it, and I, they'll show me videos occasionally, like, yeah, check us out. And there's a lot of cool, like, sports videos. Yeah. Everything, yeah, like you but, said. you know. A little bit yeah. of everything on there. Tons of content. Okay. All right, Joe, roll us into YouTube TV. You got a new, another, and we talked about this, I want to f- say, a couple weeks ago as well. YouTube TV making some different strides. Oh, yeah, and this one's a is a big one. Oh, boy. All right. So... Google goes nuclear against Roku by adding YouTube TV to the main YouTube app. So let me fill you guys in. (laughs) So it's nothing new that Roku has contract negotiations with all these app developers. You know, the the big issue a while back was HBO Max wouldn't go to Roku and this, that, and the other. Well, now Google and Roku were back into renegotiations to renew the contract between the two companies for the YouTube TV app. Not the main YouTube app, but the YouTube TV app. 
So they begin negotiating, and a week after their broken down negotiations spilled into the public, Google and Roku still hasn't came to a resolution. So Roku says, "Okay, we're gonna take, we're gonna pull your app from our platform. If you already had the app installed on our platform, we're not gonna touch it. But if you're a new customer or you're wanting to find the YouTube TV app, good luck. You're not gonna find it until all this is resolved. So YouTube." turns around and goes hey we'll fix that so YouTube has now created a button inside the main YouTube app that says go to YouTube TV to circumvent all this oh boy yes so YouTube users will start seeing a go to YouTube TV option on the main YouTube app over the next few days when they select this they'll be switched over to the standard YouTube TV user experience this option is coming to Roku devices first where it's currently most needed, but will also come to YouTube on other platforms as well coming soon. So basically, Google has stuffed the YouTube TV app inside the YouTube app itself, and it's a solution that seems unlikely to make Roku very happy, which I can't blame them. And Google says it's still working to come to an agreement with Roku to ensure continued access to YouTube TV for our mutual customers, it notes the YouTube TV app remains unusable for those who already have it installed. So basically, Roku saying, you know, we need to get this worked out, and YouTube just kind of played hardball and said, go stick it in your ear. We found a way around it. Yeah. Have you noticed, did you notice this on your, your Roku? Do you have Roku? Yeah, I have Roku, but I don't have YouTube TV. I have the YouTube app itself, but I don't have YouTube TV. So I, mm -hmm. I didn't notice anything. But it is. So then when I read that, I said, "It's one of those." I. I'm kind of mad because it it's hurting Roku, but at the same time, you you have to kind of give props to YouTube going well played. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of a weird feeling. Hey, that, business is rough. Yeah, it's like one of those, I want to cheer on Roku to to come out on this, but I, I can't. I can't give prop. You know, I have to give props to YouTube. Going, ah, well played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clever people out there. Yeah. So if you are a YouTube TV subscriber or a new YouTube TV subscriber and you're trying to find YouTube TV on your Roku device. For now, download the YouTube app, and you'll find the button there that says switch to YouTube TV, and you can sign in and continue viewing your YouTube TV content on your Roku device until they all get right. all this resolved. Are you going to get the new Roku remote, the smart one, that you can talk to? No. I, at this point, no, but don't. Amazon Prime Day is coming up, so, <laughs> <laughs> so don't be completely shocked. Th this is code for Cena has not approved it yet, and Joe's trying to finagle a way around. No, actually, Justin brought something that Joe's not aware of, that there's a new remote oh, that has voice commands. So. Gotcha. <laughs> I think it's only 20 bucks, like 30 or so. So, so now... Saying. Are you ready for your, your free wise plug? So now Justin's giving me an outlet on. I just can be the scapegoat now. When Cena jumps on me, it's like, well, Justin said. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. So wise plug? No wise plug today. Surprising. No, I have one. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. okay. So I just saw it. It emailed me, or I got an email from Wise this morning that said uh, they come out with ear earbuds. Yeah, the earbuds pro. Is that yeah whatever they, yeah yeah I did, I just saw the email and I was like by golly coming out with the earbuds do they have a price yet we're we gonna play the price guessing oh okay yeah uh, okay I, I do know the price do you know the price Dave yeah okay all right so Justin this is a riddle uh, meeting for you can you rattle off a couple features how nice are we talking okay well, hold on that'll help me gauge but okay I, all right here we go by now I need to learn the whatever I think it is. Cut that in half. So it has a 40 decibel active noise cancellation okay. with wind noise reduction, six microphone voice system, isolate and amplify your voice with three mics in each bud, up to 18 hours total battery life, wireless charging, works with a Q certified chargers. Okay, here's the picture. All right. Uh, 49.99. That's what I'm going with. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> 
Close, close, but no cigar. Yeah, but if this was the price right, he could still win both prizes. This is true. You can break. So I didn't go day. over then. No, you didn't go over. All right. You are like crazy close. Yeah. Fifty nine, ninety nine. There you go. There you go. You won both prizes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you use uh, earbuds much, Joe? I did, but I stopped, and I'll tell you why. I had the uh, LG ones, the little neckband, had the little pull-out cable, and I used those when I would mow. Loved them. One evening, I finished up mowing. I got off the lawnmower and went to pull them out, and the little rubber nub stuck in my ear. Mm. So I got it out, and then that just told me, I was like, Okay, I'm I'm officially done with earbuds. I don't want to have to go to the doctor because yeah, I'm not going to the emergency earbud. room for everybody to have a good laugh and look. Hey, look how <laughs> look how dumb Joe is. He he's so supposed to be so smart, but yet he gets an earplug stuck in his ear. Mm-hmm. Like no, so so that has stopped me from using earbuds ever since. Hmm. Anyway, so Wise coming up with some awesome stuff. Now these are order only or pre-order, I guess. Yes, right now, so they're not out yet. But yeah, Wise Buds Pro. That's the thing with like the wireless earbuds. Seemed like for a while there, they were. If you wanted some nice ones, it was going to be over oh, hundred. They're like two hundred dollars. Yeah, now yeah. they're coming down more and more. Yeah, you can go to. I saw like Walmart has like twenty dollars sets that are you know the cheap. Yeah. Jobby's right by checkout, but I mean twenty bucks. I got the Samsung ones, earbuds. I like them. Yeah, and they uh, they're just earbuds. They don't go over the ear or anything. No, they are just. Just, just like they look just like these. Yeah. Okay. Well, now before we go to our last discussion topic of the week, do you want to let people know about this, Dave, or do we want to save it for something else? No, go ahead, man. Okay, so this is exciting news. Yes. Exciting news, especially breaking if you're news. you're here in Rome County. This yes. is very exciting. Yeah, breaking news. Hold on, let me see. Let me make sure. Okay. Let me go back to. Our... Well, here I'll pass them down, and then you can put it up to the camera. Yeah. Okay, so attention all. I sound like the the Kmart. Uh, Attention speakers. all shoppers! Yeah. Blue light special. Uh, yeah. on Attention three. Kmart shoppers! Today's blue light special is okay. So, Ain and Digital Technologies is donating. Uh, as everybody knows, Jack Garrett Ford Apache have partnered together with the Strava app to help promote uh, a healthier community with their walking and running and biking and <clears throat> hiking. Soon to be kayaking. Oh, really? Yeah. And just any physical activity to help promote health and fitness yeah. in the community. And Dave and Justin yeah. have yep. really... Uh, Justin's the spearhead of this project. And and Justin's done such a good job. I've kind of slacked off, but Dave and Justin both have actually gotten me out of the house and do a little physical yeah. activity. So that It's was, okay. I haven't done yoga either. It has a, that's not a small task right there <laughs> to get me to do anything. So... Anum Digital Technologies for the month of May has donated yeah. two Wise Bands. Yeah. And uh, we figured out what we're going to do. Okay, you have? Yeah. Uh, do we want to discuss that or link? Sure, no, we can okay. throw it out there. Okay. So, so if you're a member of our uh, Strava group, you will get the post. It'll go out in our Strava group and it will have coordinates, GPS coordinates. So it's the old school, you know, geocaching, geocaching type, type situation. And Justin is going to put them out on two of our trails mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, here in Roan County. And we'll drop the coordinates, one here next week and one the week after. And whoever gets to those coordinates first, there'll be a, a Ziploc bag with a little certificate in it that says, congratulations, you have found the uh, voucher for the free wise band that is sponsored by A&M Digital Technologies. And they bring it to our office and they get a wise band. Yeah, like a smartwatch, basically, is what the yeah, watch is. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, this is very, very generous of you, Joe, you and Cena, for A&M Digital Technologies. Happy to do it. Of course, you know me. I had I had to find some kind of excuse to spend money on Wise. <laughs> but these... That'll but these, go well with the fitness thing. It's got that oh, heart, yeah. heart rate tracking right there. Yeah, right? yeah. The, the bands, uh, they have uh, customizable screens. They have activity and heart rate tracking. They have a phone finder feature, so you can, if you... Set your phone down. You can use it to help find your phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have any other wise devices, you can control them all from your phone. It has Alexa built in, and I'm waiting for Dave to do his Alexa plug. Alexa, lunatic fringe, volume high. <laughs> yeah, full and, volume. Yeah. 
And these are also waterproof. Sweet. And uh, so, like, controlling-wise devices, that right from the band, you could unlock your door if you need to? Or yeah. What sort of... Uh, yeah, you can link it with your cameras. Like, you get the note... Like, what I use it for and lo absolutely love with, it is the notifications feature. I can... Anytime my cameras go off, I can get notifications right from my band of this camera went off or this camera went off. Yeah. And then you can also link it with your phone, and I have uh, other notifications come in, like text messages and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a great idea. And we were talking about our activity group with uh, a couple weeks ago, and we did uh, a deal in April where we did, uh, if you did five consecutive one-mile walks or jogs, you earned a $10 Amazon card courtesy of Jack Garrett Ford and Patch. And now Joe and Cena getting one up in the game here with the uh, yeah. coordinates to find track down your wise band for free. Yeah. So get out, get active, join the group. So it's a Strava group. It's a Jack Garrett Ford Patch activity group here in Roan County, West Virginia, Spencer, West Virginia. And the, the app is absolutely free. Everything's free, yeah. And the joining the group is free. So literally... There is no excuse as to why you cannot get a free wise band. Wise yeah. band. You just got the only excuse you could have is you didn't get on it quick enough when we dropped the coordinates. True. So next week we'll drop the coordinates. Yeah. Oh, and right. you got to be a member of the group. So go be a member of the group. Get in some activities. Earn, and we're giving away all kinds of stuff. You can earn all kinds of prizes. Like uh, you know, if you do ten miles, you get a free shirt. Which I'm wearing a shirt today. <laughs> nice. Joe, did you get in ten miles yet? No, let's, not let's yet. Look and see. We we don't we won't discuss that. We <laughs> can see where you're at. I, I'll just put it this way: I I don't see a shirt coming to me this week. I'll put it that way. What? It's early in the week. <laughs> it's Wednesday, Dave. <laughs> it's not that early. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, if, if you look through a post just on like the patch Facebook page, there's all sorts of links every every week or so. We usually post something saying here click here here's how you join really easy to do just need the strava app and you're good to go yeah it, and it's any it'll work with any phone yeah it's surprisingly easy on how well it works and and just in the work that you and dave have done to to test everything and all that and of course, I had to be the the bum that that found all the bugs. Yeah, like, well, that's what we need. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You guys are actually, you know, actually out there running and and doing what you need to, and I'm just walking along and going, "Hey, this isn't working. This isn't working." <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna go to our maybe go to our club. So I don't know if that was a good thing because I'm a tech guy that I'm finding, or the bad thing that I wasn't proactive enough to like not kick these. <laughs> <laughs> Find Joe McDonald here. We're over at 30 members know. now, so it's Don't steadily growing. Yeah. Nice. More and more folks, but always and looking for more people to join. Joe has zero distance this last four weeks. Oh, boy, Joe. I, I believe that. <laughs> Joe. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you got four, five, seven miles. You got seven miles, Joe. Can three, I use three more miles to get your T-shirt? Can I can I use the excuse of I used it, but it didn't it didn't input it. <laughs> no, <sighs> I tried. You cannot because you can actually go in and ma manually input anything it misses. Yeah, missed. but then that's called lying and. <laughs> No, I'm saying like if you're... I, I know. Like if you forget to turn on your GPS or your Strava or whatever, you can go back and enter it in. Right, but then I'd feel right, that so because I wouldn't be in on. You're at seven miles, Joe. you got to get three miles in. So by next Wednesday, I'm going to see this three miles in here, and I'll present you with a shirt on live. Or oh, live help desk with Joe. Now you're calling me out. I know. <laughs> Heck yeah. You can do three miles. You got, oh, I know I can. you got just... ten days to do three miles. Okay. Is that ten laps at the... Walking track over there? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Or break it up into do a mile a day. It's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. There you go. You're welcome, Joe. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> okay. So. So that was not our last topic of the of this yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I got, you, okay. I got you off. Justin, where <laughs> were you? <laughs> you have one job, man. One job. <laughs> okay. So. You got some details about ransomware, right? Yeah, so 
as everybody has seen on the news and seen locally about this whole gas shortage thing yeah. and and I'm not going to get into the discussion we all made an agreement before we went live that we were not going to get into Would this have something to do with my wild conspiracy theories <sighs> Well, I don't know if it's your wild wild conspiracy theories or mine, but just to keep keep everybody on course here, I'm not even going to open that can of worms. So, so with the whole (laughs) gas shortage and all that, and all the the chaos that's going on with there, I want to discuss ransomware in a little more detail. On one, what is it? Two, how do you get infected? And three, why? Is it taking so long for the, the the gas company, one of the gas companies, to come back fully online? Yeah. So that way people have a better understanding on what's going on from the tech side of things, regardless of what the mainstream media is saying, because they just kind of gloss over and assume everybody knows everything. So, so first thing is, what is ransomware? Ransomware is a type of virus, and the way ransomware works is your computer becomes infected with this virus of ransomware without you knowing. And I'll discuss in a minute on how you get infected, but what it does is it scans your entire system for the the important stuff. Word documents, pictures, database files, stuff like that, and puts a lock on that file. Once it does that, it goes, hey, let's see where else I can go. So then it tries to scan your entire network to see if it can spread itself out through other computers on your network or servers or anything like that. Then once you do, once it does that, it locks all those files down. And once it's finished locking down that final file, a nice little nasty screen pulls up on your uh, device. It says, you've been hit by ransomware. Here's the dollar amount, and it and I've seen anywhere from, you know, a few hundred dollars to hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you have X amount of time to pay that fee, or you'll lose your files. So one of two things will happen. If you one, if you have a good backup, you go, uh, don't worry about it, move along, reset, you know, clean your device up, reset it, and just restore from backup. Or two, you don't have a backup and you have mission critical data and you pay the fee. Now when you pay that fee, you're not guaranteed getting your data back. Most of the time people do, but they you know, you're you're paying the bad guys a ransom and then technically you're they don't have to do this. So you're basically playing Russian roulette at that point on if you'll get your data back. And this is so popular, it has actually become a billion dollar business. But here's the real tricky part. They don't want your credit card, they don't want your PayPal. They want those prepaid credit cards that you can get at Walmart because those are harder to track down and harder to be fought traced. So they just want the money. They don't want your information they don't want your personal information or anything to be traced back to them. They just want the money. Quick cash grab. Nice. Yeah, this is not just you know, happening in some big city far away. This is happening in West Virginia. There's a number of courthouses, like the Marion County Courthouse where Fairmont is. They got hit, ended uh, up paying out money, I believe. Yeah, what, uh, and several school systems around have gotten hit with it. I don't think Roan County has locally, but I, I do know one 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 county school system in the area got hit, and I actually talked to one a teacher in that area, and. They was telling me about what all was going on. I was like, "Yeah," I said, "I don't feel sorry for, mm-hmm. or, you know, I I feel sorry for that IT department because it's going." And I told him, I said, "Look, I don't know what the IT department's telling you or not." I said, "But this isn't going to be a quick day, couple days." I said, "This is going to be weeks, if not months." Yeah. And literally, uh, they said the IT department worked all through Thanksgiving and Christmas trying to get mm-hmm. stuff taken care of. Yeah, because depending on you know how much backups you did of your important information. In theory, you can kind of rebuild your your uh, data, and, but it's not going to be, like you said, a quick fix. That yeah, yeah. for example, that one county school, or that one county school system got hit. So you first had to find, so when you get hit, you first have to figure out where it came from or who how the infection came in. So let's say it hit the board office. So they had to shut everybody off. Oh. Kill it. Kill everything. All the schools, school board, everything. That shelf gets you. 
Yeah. No, the the picture on the wall. Oh, the picture. <laughs> so then they had to clean up the board office first. And then once they got the board office online, then they had to go to each school. Mm-hmm. And remember, all these schools have basically one-on-one devices. So basically each teacher and each student has their own device. So then you have to go to each school, wipe and reset every server and computer and tablet in that school, and bring them back online. And you and it's it's a long process. So, so now we've discussed what ransomware is. The second thing is let's talk about how you get how you receive ransomware. There's one of two ways of getting it. One, you could be targeted, and if you're targeted, uh, if someone's out to get you, good luck trying to run from it. I mean, there's other than completely going offline. Yeah. Another way is it can literally be something as is what you think is innocent as an email. And here's and this is how some a lot of these attacks start. You get an email saying this is from FedEx, UPS, whatever. Your package has been delayed. Click this attachment to get your new tracking number. Well, timeout. When UPS or FedEx sends you a, a email with a missed package, they don't they never send an attachment. They always have the actual tracking number inside the email. So a lot of people panic, open the attachment, nothing happens, or so they think, and they get hit for ransomware. So that's another way it, it can travel, or you you know, your computer's infected, you plug in your thumb drive, you download a file, you take it to work, you plug it in the work computer, open up that same file, boom, now it's spread. So that's how it, it works. Three, how to resolve it, like I said, in this gas, uh, situation people are going why can't they just reset and restart well it's not that simple for example that school system that got hit they had to first figure out how it came in to fix that then three clean up the whole mess so it's not a quick overnight fix it could take days if not weeks to fully fix the issue and clean everything up but I did and I don't know how true this is but I did hear a rumor last night of possibly uh, them getting one of those gas production units back online to help so that that's a point you know a shot in the right direction but this isn't something that is quick to remedy and, and yes it is an inconvenience but this is this is what ransomware does and unfortunately this is the world we live in that this is literally a billion dollar industry that they're making that these bad guys are making too much money to step away from and we're as the you know just consumers are the is the fallout of all this mess so and and like I said we're not going to get in the discussion of who did it and all this and that I'm just from the tech side what ransomware is and, and how to protect yourself from it and and what happens if you do get infected with it. Yeah, and if you're like a local small business, I mean, you could be a target if you've got information that if one day it was totally uh, taken over by somebody and you couldn't access your information anymore, then, yeah, you need to think about this and yeah. think about some security measures. If you, if you haven't uh, consulted an IT guy on security, you need to... For, if you haven't done that for a while, you probably should do that. Yeah, and it, and it's one of those things. You can play the, the game of, oh, it can never happen to me. Literally, it is easy as, one, either an employee bringing an affected thumb drive into work, mm-hmm. or two, the employee checking their email, regardless if it's personal or work email, getting a suspicious email, opening an attachment, because I've actually seen also seen emails pose as someone that works in your same office, Let's say Justin gets an email that looks like it came from me. It it's has like one letter is different in their email address, or, or 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 even mask it to look like it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and it has a spreadsheet and it says Justin, I need to, I need you to put in yesterday's totals in this spreadsheet now, mm-hmm. or I'm fi- or we're both fired. Right. So then you panic and open up the attachment, and it doesn't work. So then you call me and I go, I didn't send that. Well, by that point it's too late. It's already mm-hmm. eaten everything up in sight. Yeah. So that's from a business standpoint. There, you need to make sure you have check and measures in checks and measures in place that it one prevent it, and two, you have a plan B in place in case uh, the un, 
unfortunate happens when you do get hit. Now, could a, a good antivirus software prevent some of this stuff? If if it's a known ransomware, yes. Mm-hmm. But an antivirus is... Uh, you can have anti- every antivirus in the world, but not all of them are 100% foolproof. It's like the flu shot. It can protect on things that it knows, that all these unknown variables it cannot protect against until it learns about them. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need to have you know, other checks and measures in place yeah. to help, one, prevent it, or two, protect yourself in case you do get hit. You're talking above my head other than uh, protect yourself and prevent. Okay, so... So I stayed out of that conversation. Okay, well... <clears throat> but... Ransomware is very bad. Don't pay... Yes. So... <laughs> don't open emails you don't know and uh, the usual safety precautions. Right. But... Okay, let me make it easier on you. Ransomware very bad can be very expensive. Yeah. How does Norton or any of the other ones play into this? Do uh, they catch most of this, or what? Well, if it's a, if it's a known ransomware, yes. But if it's a new variant of ransomware that right. none of them have detected yet, like a zero day attack, right? It does. They only protect yourself to stay off the internet. Yeah. So. I tried that, and you know. So a lot of people go, well, I don't want to spend this all this money on backups and protection and stuff like that. Well, that's fine. You know, that's your right. But you can either spend a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars, depending on your business, to put checks and measures in place or backups and, and stuff like that. Or you could pay thousands or tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars to get your data back because you didn't want to spend that little bit of money. Yeah, it seems like just doing regular backups onto some sort of drive that there's no way they can get to, that'd be a smart idea. Right. And all your important information, just periodically back it up once a week. Or? Yeah, and I mean, there's even the, even the cloud backups that are uh-huh. ran every day. Yeah, that stuff you don't have to worry about. Yeah. And even Microsoft, with their OneDrive product, has a built-in trigger that if all of a sudden all the files start getting changed, OneDrive steps in, goes stop, and alert, and it'll actually alert you, say, "Hey, all these files are getting changed automatically. Are you doing that, or we think it's ransomware?" Yeah. So. So, I mean, there there are products out there to help guide you through this and help prevent this. I mean, nothing's foolproof other than just staying off the Internet, period. Yeah. But in today's society, that's not a, not a viable mm. option. It's nice to be diligent, though, and if you can, you know, try to be careful what you open. Yeah, because that, that's the thing. I've seen there was one police department out west that did not uh, have their due diligence in place. And yeah. they ended up having to pay the ransom. It was like a quarter million dollars. Oh, geez. Yeah. Did they get their stuff back? I think so, but it was like they had to fork out the money and, and wait and pray that it worked. Yeah. I've heard of that same thing, upwards of over $200,000, like different businesses and courthouses paying it out. And the thing of it is, there's no set dollar limit mm-hmm. on how much these files are worth. It's literally dependent on who gets hit and how many files it gets encrypted because the more files encrypt the dollar amount goes up I mean it's it's crazy so you know you can either spend a couple hundred or a couple thousand depending on your business to put checks and measures in place or you can pay ten times that or more yeah doing an insurance policy almost on your important information yeah it'd probably be worth an extra 20-30 bucks a month to yeah. Safeguard some of that. Yeah, stuff. and that and that's exactly how I tell my clients it uh, is it's an insurance policy. It's one of those I hope you never have to cash out. <laughs> yeah. So that's my soapbox for the day. <laughs> well, I think, you know, as always, Joe, you and Cena have worked pretty hard to educate people in our community and educate people outside of our community about, you know, things they need to know about technology. I mean, that's the basis of this show. So right. again, as scary as ransomware seems or is. Is, not seems. Yeah. Is. Well, I mean, <laughs> for like even me, that I'm uneducated about it, but it seems scary. Yes. And it's important enough for you to bring up. It's good for people to have an idea of how these things work, how to prevent them at least as best you can, other than, like you say, just stay off the internet. But right. we all know that's not possible. So right. you, you got to do the best you can. So right. it's great that you bring these tips or this information to the forefront so people at least know what we're dealing with or what they are dealing with or what the technology groups are dealing with and how to start to identify some of the issues. So Right, and with ransomware, 
you know, you always hear it on the news when when a big corporation right, right. or, you know, a government entity gets hit. So a lot of people have that false assurance of, oh, it'll never happen to me. They're always going after the big guys. No, they're going at, they're not going after the big guys. They're going after money. And they don't care where that money comes from as long as they have money coming in. So they don't care if it's you, me, or or a major corporation. As long as they have money coming in, they don't care where it comes from. Yeah, I'm sure you, I mean, they can have my files. <laughs> they don't. Don't, don't. No, no. If that's all the better that they have to do is to track down. This is the same way like location. People want to track me back and forth to the daycares and the Walmart. Nah, have at it. Well, that's different. You know, if they, unlike you, if they want to track me to Walmart. Have, I'm just saying, I don't that. have any important files. Yeah. Not even on your work computer? Uh, I mean, it's all, I, I work for a nonprofit, so. But, but no, we will, don't, don't, don't <laughs> How do you give your IT guy a panic attack? Tell hackers, come get it, boys and girls. Yeah. Anyway. Can, can I quit? I haven't, no, you cannot. I have an IT guy, so therefore I have no worries. It's a wonder I'm I, doing two-factor authentication. Come on now. Okay. Are you using different passwords for everything? That's what I thought. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Uh, you know I don't, Joe, because you're the one that works on all my stuff. Exactly. And, 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 <laughs> so, and it's a wonder I don't have, like, ulcers or some kind of major yeah, health yeah. issue over here because, <laughs> because Dave likes to play the game of let's freak Joe out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's almost like that uh, carnival game where you take the hammer and try to ring the bell. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, Dave, Dave's trying to just... How high can we hit Joe's stress? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The wise man says your heart rate just went up. Yeah. <laughs> His eyes twitching. Guys, we're doing good. His eyes twitching. <laughs> so it's awesome. But, you know, Joe, you give out a lot of good information. Show number 60. It's always nice kind of when you hit the, the decade numbers. Makes me feel good about it. And uh, Justin here as well helping out. And Instagram, TikTok, YouTube TV today, and, of course, ransomware. If and anybody has a plug. Oh, yeah, and even got in our wise plug. Yeah. And, and got your Alexa kick, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. We covered all We're, we're doing all the good stuff. Yeah. So um, if people have any questions about any of this or, you know, want, want to like talk to you about, do you, are you a bark dealer? Yes. We, uh, well, we're, we're not a dealer. We're a partner. Our partner. There you go. Yes, yeah. So uh, go to visit bark.us and use the, the referral code AM digital tech and that gets you a free seven day trial with bark and that'll let them know that, that we sent you and. Yep. And I recommend bark. Joe turned me, you, you and Cena turned me towards that a couple three or four years ago and it's awesome. And it's not very expensive. Yeah, because I actually followed up with you and said, Dave, yeah. how's this going? Because I had actually yeah. another parent before, this was long before we became a partner, yeah. that said, hey, my, I'm starting to let my kid go online and yep. on social media and I need to monitor it. So this was actually a proactive parent. You know what? I'm going to put that in comments. Uh, it's bark.us or whatever. Yeah, let me get the promo. Let me get you the right, let me make sure that that's the right pr promo code before we start doing that. Okay. But yeah, it's a great thing. Okay, yeah, AM Digital Tech, all one word. That's your promo uh -huh. code for a free seven-day so trial. Us, right? Yes. AM Digital Tech, all one word. Digital Tech. Promo code. Okay. Yeah, I actually had one parent that was proactive, <clears throat> said, I'm starting to let my kid go online, what do I need to do? Yeah. That's why I text you and said, Dave, is you're using bark right you said yeah and i said how's that working and you told me you loved it so yeah I was like, well, that's good. that's all i need to know so i yep. said i said here's it's here's tedious to go through everything make sure you got all your passwords and all your usernames but once you get in and get it started it's nice yeah it, it takes care of itself yeah it, it takes some work on the front end to get it started yeah but afterward it's so nice and and, and uh, spoiler alert: When Sadie becomes of age, that she's going to start going online for school and all that, she will her, none of her, all of her devices will have bark on them. I can't imagine. Yeah, technology guy. Yeah, that uh, poor kid. She won't have. <laughs> uh, she won't stand a chance online. Yeah. Well, that's okay. That's good. Hey, yeah. parents got to work hard, and that, that's you know, I was on my soapbox earlier. Parents don't do enough to protect their kids. Right. 
your parents, you got a job there. You know, it's tough. It's a tough, hard job, but you got to do it. You got to take care of your kids here, especially with cyberbullying being so prevalent and so easy. Yes. You got to take care of your kids. So, all right. Well, that's show number 60 here in the books. Help desk with Joe and Justin. And, uh, yeah, Justin, you, uh, you did a pretty good job today. You let us wander off course a couple yep. times, but you reeled it back in, maybe. <laughs> if anybody needs to get a hold of you, Joe, how do they get a hold of you or Cena here at AM Digital Technologies? You give us a call at our office at 304 927 3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at AM Digital Tech for all that. And uh, sign up for the free bark. Seven day trial at bark.us, promo a referral code AM Digital Tech. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Help Desk with uh, Joe and Dave. Yeah. We're on all major platforms hosted by Anchor.fm. Nice. Okay. So, again, AM Digital Technologies powering all the stuff behind the scenes here for Patch. And we're at the Patch Turned Up Studio in Spencer, West Virginia, and uh, AM Digital Technologies doing all the hard work behind the scenes, mainly Cena, but you know, yeah. Joe a little bit too. <laughs> And, uh, you know, if you need anything, of course, get a hold of Joe and Cena. They're awesome here. Local business. Support your local businesses. And uh, we'll be back next week for show 61, and we'll have more news updates. And uh, are we doing product review or anything next week? Do you know? We don't don't know know yet. yet. Yeah, we don't know yet. So we'll be back. So uh, Joe will have in three miles, though, for show 61. (laughs) 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 And uh, and I'll try to do some yoga. And Justin, I don't know what we're going to. Justin we'll throw has, something on Justin. Okay, let's give Justin the real hard task, keeping us both on task. Of yeah, there you go. Three, Justin will have to do a little. In and you get yoga in. Yeah, he'll have to do a little research and see how to yeah. up his game. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I see some kind of GPS-located dog shocking collar in Justin's future. Oh, just gosh. Us. There you go. See how it works, Justin? Yeah. All right. Well, for so my... Justin can do a review on, guys, these things only work for 20 miles, <laughs> and you're all going outside the range of it. <laughs> I need a stronger uh, receiver. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. That's Help Desk with Joe, show number 60 for the week. We're here at the Patch Turned Up Studio in Spencer, West Virginia. We'll be back next week for more. Join us, Joe, Justin, and myself. We'll see you then. <laughs>